theoretically possible. Why waste time? It doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston press to ATO. Three, two, one. Welcome back, friends. How's Welcome. my love? I'm very good. How are you doing today? Good. Just dandy. Yes, we are grateful for you listening today. Hope you enjoyed our episode yesterday. Today, we're kind of going back into the digital realm. I'm excited for this conversation. We're talking about something that we've actually now interacted with. It's called CryptoPunks, and yeah. they are a absolutely fascinating non-fungible token. Yeah, really very interesting stuff and this last week well when we were in miami we were actually able to um, physically interact with something to do with it but i think what we wanted to do before we share that experience is that we wanted to really give you guys an overview of what a crypto punk is because um i think that if you have dabbled into the world of nfts you've definitely heard of crypto punks these were some of the the first like collections of nfts and they are going for a lot of money now right Um, certainly out of the realm of most people's budget now but really interesting what what are they what is the significance of them Mm -hmm. and um yeah i think it'll be a fun fun episode to just do an overview of and then we'll share our experience in another episode yeah so we'll start off by explaining these crypto punks they're they they look really simple you've seen them many you've seen quite a few of them they're just 24 by 24 pixel images of like cartoons just like the profile portion of it so just a headshot and there's 10,000 crypto punks which is a lot but they have different attributes associated with them that make them unique or each one is one of a kind but it's very very interesting because people are collecting them to represent who they are yeah. and they're because this is all built on the blockchain everything's transparent as far as who owns what and which attributes are the most rare and which ones are most available and so it becomes a almost like a game and this all happened in 2017 at first they were just given away to people if you had an ethereum digital wallet you could just instantly receive one but now they're going for insane amount of money. At earlier, like a few years ago, they're just going for. Um, you can get one for a hundred bucks in October. You can get one for eight hundred bucks. Wow. Now we're looking at prices in the hundreds of thousands, and some of them have gone way above a million. Yeah, you know what's interesting about it too is if, you know, if you've never seen them, and then after this episode, you kind of just Google crypto punks. You're gonna look at them, and you're gonna think, wow, that's a pixelated little image of a cartoon you know (laughs) because it is very pixelated but you know what it's actually become just you know probably recently in the last like seven eight months maybe even longer honestly Mm -hmm. is that if you have it you put it as your profile you know in a lot of different um you know definitely like crypto twitter world or whatever well yeah any social media profile they make it their image exactly it's anonymous it doesn't look exactly like them but it has some attributes that maybe are akin to what they are like right or what they represent or yeah. what they represent exactly, and so it really leans itself towards the, um, you know, being synonymous for sure online. But I think more than anything, it shows that look, I've been in this space for a while because now mm-hmm. this is like almost an unaffordable image, yes. you know. Yes. And and if you are using an image and you don't actually own it, like that's a big no no because we can all have to go check right. on the Ethereum, you know, blockchain. I think it's important um, to point out that yeah, these specific NFTs were definitely created on Ethereum, on the Ethereum blockchain. There are multiple mm-hmm. blockchains. Um, interestingly enough, just 
as a quick side note, heard from a lot of people um, in the last week or so, some people very new, thought that there was only one blockchain. There is not only one blockchain, if anyone else is confused. There are multiple of them. So we'll do um, our due diligence in, on here to ensure that when we're talking about the blockchain, we kind of are more specific about which blockchain we're talking about. Yes, thank you. I, I'm glad you actually brought that up because that was something that we quickly realized we needed to clarify yeah. on our podcast as we were um, traveling around a bit. So the first thing I want to talk about with the CryptoPunks with regards to what they are, who they are and what they represent is a little bit more of the background because it is absolutely fascinating that they've gotten to the price point that they are. So just to help you understand, there's 10,000 CryptoPunks, 6,000 are 6,039 are male, 3,840 are female. So females are more rare and therefore they typically go for a little bit more money than the males. But then there's these weird attributes and the weird ones include being a zombie, an ape, or an alien. And I know a lot of people are listening right now and thinking this just sounds so weird. There's only 88 zombies, only 24 apes, and there's only 9 aliens in total of the 10,000. And so when you're looking at the pricing of these things, you can already guess that it's going to be an alien that's going to go for the most amount of money of all of the CryptoPunks. And not too long ago, earlier this year, one freaking alien, it's an alien smoking a pipe, which is an odd thing, but I guess it represents wisdom, you know, because like you're an alien, you're you're from out of this world and a pipe, this is like one of those tobacco pipes kind of represents wise. Yeah. Wisdom, like academia, like pondering and being philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so this one there, the, it has a cap on forward, so there's only 254. It has the pipe. There's only 317 that have a pipe. And it has small shades, so he's kind of cool too. 378 have small shades. So it's a one-of-a-kind and an extreme. It's got really rare attributes. Attributes. It sold for a total of $7.5 million. Wow. $7.5 million. And that got a lot of attention. And all of a sudden, all the people who have acquired the CryptoPunks were like, whoa, I got a lot of money, you know, based on these CryptoPunks, or I, I better pick the one that best represents me and put mine on the market. Right. You go on right now. There's 10,000 available. There's only a few for sale. The absolute lowest you can get one, and I'm translating into dollars because you're buying it with the Ethereum currency, right. is about $35,000. Jesus. So if you want a stupid little CryptoPunk, and then when I'm saying stupid, I'm just saying it's a 24 by 24 pixelated image. If you want one of those, you got to throw down $35,000. And it's going to have attributes that are really, really popular. You know, you're, it's going to be a male and it's not going to be an ape. It's not going to be an alien. You want one of those, you're going to be paying six figures at least. It's crazy. And so when we're looking at this, my first question is, what is the value of this? Do you really think that it, it matters? And is it kind of cool? You know, I I think when we talk about or when you said like stupid little punks, I think that would <laughs> that would actually probably be a lot of people's reaction. Right. That's well, why I, I said think it. this yeah this um, podcast we're recording is definitely kind of to shed light on why it's not stupid and maybe expand people's perspectives on why this is even a thing. Right. Good. good great point. Thank you. Yeah. So I would just say um, you know just to start it off, this these these little images. They seem like they're just images, JPEGs, but the, right. the truth is, is okay. First of all, they were purchased with a different 
cryptocurrency they were purchased with ethereum right mm-hmm. with eth yeah um and they were created as an nft right early on on the ethereum blockchain yep. so 2017 2017 okay guys this is like 2021 and nfts maybe blew up just at the end of 2020 so right. you got to remember like this world really um, rewards early adoption. Okay. Yeah. So that's, it has thus far. It has so far. Yeah. Not everything, but some things. And this is certainly one of them. Right. Yes. So I think that the key though, is that, um, varying attributes, right? I mm-hmm. think that that is one of the special things about this too, because, um, this was before crypto kitties, mm-hmm. right. And crypto kitties, as we've talked about in previous, um, episodes is, the unique aspect of that is that you could actually take one crypto kitty and another and breed it and then make a new one. Right. So it was right. kind of playing with the genetics and the randomness of nature. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's all based on math. It is. If you, if you well, think about it, it makes you think pretty hard. about. Well, nature us. is very much rooted in math as is our genetic code. Right. Mm-hmm. If your mom, your mom and your dad come together, they make you, that's like a combination XY chromosomes. of yeah, math. Right. So it's kind of crazy. You can go real deep into that real quick. But, but crypto punks, you can't merge them together. Right. There's no merging of them. Um, but I do think that the attributes are really um, important because we've actually met several people online. I mean, they're synonymous. We don't need to know their names. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of cool. We become friends with people who we don't really know. But, you know, there's like this weird trustless, you know, relationship. And they I don't need to know what they look like. But when when you say it, that which one is your favorite or what? You know, you have one, does that, why did you get that? They Mm -hmm. say, well, that looks most like me or that, that reflects mostly me. Yeah. Right. And so you think about why do people have certain avatars instead of photos and stuff like that? Right. Right. I mean, the internet really has allowed people to kind of open up and, um, take ownership of their identity the way that they want to be seen on the internet. Right. And so I think the crypto punks kind of allude to that in some strange way, but Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear your thoughts on like another few reasons why this I mean, this collection of NFTs is important. Well, I think that it's primarily because they feel connected with the image representation of themselves. They put it on all of their social media platforms. And that I think it's we've talked about this so many times. Privacy is going to become bigger and bigger. Apple just did their big uh, announcement launch and they were hyper focused on the importance of privacy. A lot of social media companies were pretty upset about it because in doing so, by having Apple prioritize your privacy, the social media companies can no longer see all the history of your uh, searching on the Internet, which allowed them to better target you for specific products. But it also exposed more than maybe we want them to know. Data is king. Yeah. And so as the world's becoming more aware of how valuable their data is and wanting to become more private by changing your profile image to being uh, not a photo of yourself. It's giving you a little bit of a mask. And if you can find something that represents who you are, that you really feel connected with, that is kind of a cool idea. And because these crypto punks are worth so much, you're right. It does demonstrate how early you've been in the game. Or that you just have a lot of money right now because at 35K, that's a freaking ton of money to throw down on an image that's owned on the, or that's built on the blockchain, Ethereum blockchain to clarify. Yeah. And it is, it, it, it's kind of like a little bit of a, like a flaunt. Like, well, I would hey, say everyone. I, I don't think it's a flaunt. I think that what it is is it's a signal. And this is mm, this is something well that said. we've talked about and this was a huge 
part of my um, my di- my dissertation research in consumer behavior is yeah. why do people buy the things that they buy? Right. And we've talked about the, the conspicuous or inconspicuous consumption. Right. And this to me is a little bit different than like, okay, here's the Louis Vuitton purse with all the things. And so everyone knows I have a Louis Vuitton purse, right? Yeah. To me, this is signaling a few things, which I think are really interesting. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is where I find the whole idea of like adoption and consumer behavior in this world. I mean, everyone in this world right now, if you were really into it, you're so early. And there are people who are earlier than us too. Mm-hmm. And so I think what this is signaling is kind of two things. One, we're saying, okay, the, the, the least expensive one is what thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Who cares? Approximately. First of all, I think if you have a CryptoPunk, you didn't pay in fiat. You have Ethereum, so therefore yeah. you've been using and buying, and you have Ethereum, and you've probably had it for uh, a while, definitely before it reached a one thousand dollar mark. Yeah. I, right. I mean, ideally. So ideally. If, if you if you got it at that point, then it's com- it's actually way cheap. Exactly. Because currently Ethereum's at $2,500. Exactly. So when we're converting the currencies, you, I think that part of the you know the equation that we all have to take into consideration, we use dollars because that's what we use, that's what we have been using, that's yeah. what we've been raised to use, the fiat, right? So we're converting it into that. But if you really think about it, there have been a lot of people who have been in, have been acquiring Ethereum, whether it was through mining or it was just buying it when it wasn't very expensive right. and now have a lot of that and that is yeah now worth a lot more in fiat so mm-hmm. that's one thing but i think that the other thing is also signaling like maybe a combination of the things that we've talked about which is hey i actually really i represent and i believe in ethereum i mm-hmm. believe in i believe in blockchain i believe in um this internet movement it's yeah. not just Ownership about nft digital assets exactly yep i, I and, and this is this is who I am in this space. So it represents NFTs, obviously. Mm-hmm. They, bought, they bought that, so they see that. Ethereum, I mean, I think it kind of represents a lot of different things. But yeah. And then, of course, like we said, early adoption. Um, well, it becomes its own brand, too. Yeah. Like, once you acquire a CryptoPunk, if you fully embrace it, that becomes a brand, and that image is a brand, where you sometimes see people put it on shirts, or every picture that they post online they want to stay private, so they'll put the CryptoPunk face on top of their real face so you don't know what they actually look like. Mm-hmm. And it is like, whoa, that's kind of a, a bit of a flash. Like for me, I, I look at it and I'm like, damn, that guy must own that if he's like embracing it that much. And then you can check and you can validate that he def- definitely does own it. But it is really important to be private in this world yeah and to be private but also let people know that you've been in the game for a while is pretty cool i agree yeah i that's a really good point those are all things that i think they are signaling as well and the thing is too is if you put that crypto punk whatever you have in mm-hmm. your profile as your picture mm-hmm. usually you'd want to put the number with it too the serial right, number yeah. that you have because that's what it's all about it's about transparency it's about right. sino- like being anonymous and private but then also not trying to pretend you're something that you're not. Yeah, you can prove that it's yours. Exactly. It's, it's pretty easy. The technology allows you to do that. The other thing I want to talk about is we met a friend. I would call him you know, more of an acquaintance at this point, but he's been working in the NFT world for quite some time. And in October, he was acquiring a, a bunch of crypto punks at $800 a piece. $800 a piece. Like, that's insane when you think about it. Yeah. And we asked him which one's his favorite. And he had, I think he had maybe like six or seven, which is just crazy to think about. 
and he picked the one that he felt looked the most like him and it did look a lot like him Mm -hmm. and he now has an interesting situation where it's having to decide does he keep all of them or does he need to sell a few and then invest into something else we have this we have an episode that i really enjoyed making with you focused on being forced to be an investor yeah and when you kind of view it as that maybe a lot of these individuals who acquired these crypto punks they viewed ethereum as being at a high point and they were looking for what's next and so they decided to buy a few crypto punks viewing non-fungible tokens as the next realm now it's debatable if that actually ended up being the best value i mean there's some non-fungible tokens that definitely have dropped in in price significantly yeah but in crypto punk world i mean if he converted a few ethereum into you know that was valued at the time at eight hundred dollars into a crypto punk no questions asked that was a great investment move and now he has his one that you know paid for itself many times and he has all these others and he's not planning on using them like a lot of people view nfts as art pieces to hang on the wall yeah he's not crypto punks aren't really for that they're more representations of the individual so he doesn't need to represent himself eight times right so once he's got his one is it a good time to be selling it right now what, what are your thoughts on it because the market is really hot do you think it's gonna only go higher i don't know um i don't see obviously i don't think that there will be more crypto punks created there can't that, be yeah there can't be so that that's one thing so the rarity of it even though there are a lot ten thousand i think honestly the ethos of of this community in blockchain and, and cryptocurrencies and NFTs is really about decentralization. So I would, I would think that he would, but I also um, just want to know, and, and I, I appreciate also what NFTs can represent for certain people too, which are just mm. basically represent, or I would say store of value of the currency in itself. Right. So you store have value of currency. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, just like other assets, right. Why, why would you keep your, your fiat in a savings account that yeah. you know you could a- buy accumulates. like a Ferrari. Yeah, exactly. So you 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 basically invest into other physical assets, and these are digital assets yeah. that or real estate. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that's another consideration that um, to take into account that as to why maybe he wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, for now. But I mean, it's obviously it's all up to all up to him. I think that it is more of a representation of that individual. And mm-hmm. so if that's really what it is and there are just not enough out there on the market for people to say, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Right. Then th- I don't know. I don't know if that decreases the value of it to people or not. Well, I have an interesting uh, question based on what you were saying when you were uh, explaining, like you may want to change your fiat into another physical asset. And we, I said Ferrari or real estate. Yeah. I think you could argue that, or actually, there's no question you would. You could argue real estate has utility, utilitarian value to it. Sure. Ferrari, yes, I think a lot of people would say yes, definitely a lot of utility yeah. value to it. Um, but I think that one's less so than the real estate. Right. What do you think about CryptoPunk's utility aspect of mm. it? Because, like we were saying, it kind of it gives you that mask, but it also allows you to to I keep on using the word like flaunt or like show a little bit yeah. but what what you know and demonstrate that you've been in the game for a while and gives yeah. you respect I honestly. think it's I think it's a social signal I think mm. it's a cue to people where it's like hey take me seriously okay. like and and to me 
I don't know. This is this oh, this digital world is all evolving so very fast and in an interesting way. So it's hard. No one has a crystal ball or anything like that. But I mean, when I think about a house, right? Why would you put your money into a house that you're not living in, right? This is like a true asset. You buy a house or apartment or whatever and you rent it. You make money off of right. it, right? Well, there are so many variables to consider before doing that in order to say, yeah, well, how much per month will you be making relative to the mortgage, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so what's the profit at the end? Not just the revenue. And then you have to consider the expenses like property taxes and whatnot. But then if you're thinking about long term, like, is this house going to actually increase in value, right? Mm-hmm. So there's lots of different strategies with housing, but we're thinking right. long term, will this increase in value? We have to consider where is it? Mm-hmm. Was it located to like, mm-hmm. what's the demographic and X, Y, and Z, right? So there's a lot of variables with a home. With a Ferrari, it's actually kind of simple. It's uh, To me, I, I feel like it's either you want to be flashy, actually. You're just mm-hmm. like, I just want to have this. But if you're just really wanting to invest into a Ferrari, well, you probably want to invest into a Ferrari, a model that is not going to be, there's going to be few made of, right? Yeah, there's so only that, few and it's older. Exactly. And yeah, the more rare the more likely it will increase in value quicker. Exactly. So that's the that's the goal to me with a Ferrari as an investment is that it's rare. So then it will obviously over time definitely increase in value. Right. And you don't have to pay tax. It, it will just increase. And whenever you're ready to sell, there you go. Now with the CryptoPunks utility, I think that it's interesting. I do think that there's a social aspect of it, mm-hmm. right? Where people mm-hmm. are signaling like, hey, this is... Yeah, I've been in this space for a while, so you can take me seriously. I'm yeah. not a noobs, it, right? A little bit of respect. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. I think that's a really interesting question, though, for the utility of it. Yeah, well, I would... It might, go, it, it, might, it might grant access for certain drops in the future, NFT drops. Hmm, that's interesting. I think that it could... You might have to explain that a little bit further. Yeah, I think that... I think that the... so. I think that right now... As far as I can tell, I think it will be used as kind of like a social token, not only just a signal that I've been in the game for a while, but also will grant access to exclusive things, mm-hmm. right? So, um, like yes. you're in the club. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you're in this grouping of this club, and now um, those in the club will further assist those who are in the club. So, those who have a crypto punk will support those who have a crypto punk, and then it becomes kind of a little bit of a social game. Like, it does. Uh, you know, I'm in the tennis beach club you know and it's kind of like this is the most elite club to be a part of yes there's ten thousand people in it but we want to help and maybe the aliens themselves there's only nine aliens they could be in the most exclusive club where they're more willing to help each other yeah there but you know what i think is really interesting though is that it almost kind of goes against i feel i find it very interesting that humans do this we 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 despite our desire for decentralization and mm-hmm. not like getting rid of institutions and intermediaries because we find them, you know, not always being fair for all and equal for all. We still, even in this world, like associate some sort of a hierarchy or exclusiveness, right? Mm-hmm. We, there's still like, there's still a hierarchy of like, if you have this, then you do that, you know, like, yeah, and we're, a, we're a bit a tribal in, in various tribal. different ways still. We're tribal because we're always searching for our own identity, right? which Honestly, the crypto punks, that's exactly what they represent yeah. is your identity. Who are you and who are you in this digital world Yeah, that we're all living in? And maybe wh- whether you're aware of it or not, unless you actually have a zero social media uh, content or profiles, you're already in the digital world. Yeah, Whether you're embracing it in the same format that utilizes the technology that allows people to have ownership of those digital 
creations or not, you're still in the digital world. Right. Whether it's LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or CryptoPunks, it's the same world. It's not the physical one. And with considering that, there's they're actually really, really interesting pieces that I do, to, to a certain degree, I do understand why they are in such great demand right now. Yeah. Because they connect with the identity of the person who owns them. And like you said, we're all kind of looking for our little tribe. Yeah. And there's the tribe of the 10,000 CryptoPunks, but then there are the tribes within it. And by you finding those that represent you and working with them or however you want to put it together, there's more opportunities. And a lot of the people who are who own CryptoPunks aren't just participants in the whole digital realm by owning these digital assets, but a lot of them are actively creating non-fungible yeah. tokens or creating businesses within it, like, you know, investment funds to like go after larger opportunities and be a part of the movement to make it go mainstream. Yeah. And that's very, very interesting that um, it's, it, it, if you are in that club, it kind of represents that you're not just, uh, you're not just, you know, owner, but you're active participant. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think it does, it doesn't explicitly say that, but I think implicitly everyone who owns one knows, okay, if you have one with great response, or, you know, with great power, mm-hmm. it's not like it's very powerful, but obviously, you know, it's hard to get one now. Yeah, you, you have it comes have... great responsibility for the community. That's interesting. Yeah. Fe- I feel like th- there is a responsibility for, um, I, I, not that I'm imposing the responsibility, but I feel like just through interacting with a lot of people who, not a lot, but a few who own a crypto punk, mm-hmm. um, you can you can tell that they feel compelled to really, um, in their own way, maybe not be not maybe not lead, but at least engage mm-hmm. with the community, right? Yeah. To be there and say, yeah, I've been here for a while, so I can tell you, I can help with the hype versus substance. Like mm-hmm. I can ask certain questions because I've been asking these questions for a while that right. maybe you haven't been considering because you just came in, right? Right. So it's a demonstration of knowledge. Yeah, it too. is, and. The reason why they have to be actively uh, participating in the creation of more systems within it is because no one just owns one single CryptoPunk and that's the only non-fungible token that they have. They at least have a few other art pieces or maybe some non-fungible domain names because if you're at the level of CryptoPunks, you've been in this game for for a a while. while or... You're in it now, and you're not messing around if you're willing to throw down at the least expensive one at $35,000. Yeah. So you're very serious about it. It is a weird demonstration of so much within just an an image. Such a simple 24 by 24 pixelated image. Yeah, but you know what? I really, as we're, you know, kind of concluding this conversation, and I'm just processing what we just talked about, I do think that it's almost almost representative of... um, how we are socially as humans. I mean, hmm. we're, this is like a whole new digital space, right? So, definitely. I mean, I've always been so fascinated by cities. Like, I'll never forget when I went to Bangkok and I saw the Kodak sign and I just looked up and these buildings were huge and it was amazing. And I, there was some old and some new. And there, I, I looked and I looked at John. I said, how, do you ever wonder how all of this is actually created? Like, mm-hmm. how did this happen? Who does this? Who builds these buildings? Who creates the businesses? Who what, how does this all work? Well, sometimes it's, you got to go way back to really understand that. But here yeah, we are kind of in the, the city. Di- yeah. But here we are in the digital frontier and we're seeing 
these social things. Like it does, maybe it seems like it's just a photo, mm-hmm. but there's scarcity there. There are people who are early adopters there. Yeah. There are people who are coming. It's just to me, CryptoPunks definitely is just one case study showing how humans create community. Yeah, how, and, and social. And seeing it from the very beginning of yes. the creation. Like you think about the different car groups there are there's the rolls royce club or the most elite one maybe like the the ferrari enzo club and if you have a ferrari enzo then you can go on this rally with them through italy and you get exclusive options to buy a new ferrari from ferrari because you've owned that car for so long yeah it's very very exclusive but this is like very similar to that but it's based on 24 by 24 pixelated profile image. Well, if you think about it also, think about universities. You go to Harvard. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. You go to Harvard. Now, after you're done with Harvard, you just get a little piece of paper showing that you did it, right? Great. It's fun how we like are putting all these, the actual asset down. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a silly piece of paper. It's just a 24 by 24. But it, yeah, but it represents your experience, doesn't it? Like doesn't a, doesn't a diploma, it's like the physical, like proof. It's just proof. And it's hopefully, more, hopefully more universities will actually put proof on the blockchain so everyone can see it because right yeah. now it's further just validate. For, to, to further validate. But I'm just saying like, and then once you say you went to Harvard and there is proof, mm-hmm. well, then you implicitly are able to speak with people, other people with, yeah. about that experience, You're right? You're in the club. You're in the club. And so it's just, it is very interesting. I hope this um, made sense. I mean, just in terms of at least um, allowing people to really google this yeah, themselves just like google just go crypto punk yeah one it, word. it's actually very interesting and um in another episode we will explain how we actually got to engage and interact physically with this type of world yes. as well so stay tuned stay tuned looking forward to speaking with you all tomorrow we'll talk to you then bye, bye. Thank you.